Welcome back to the Sitting Pretty Podcast. This is your host, Kendall Kay. And Cassie. This week's episode is all about how to be ladylike, how to feel elegant and feminine and all of the sitting pretty things that we embody. We owe you guys a little weekly report this week because we missed it last week. This weekly FaceTime that we have going on is like our only time that we catch up. I'm curious what Cass has been up to. I'm currently in Dubai. I just got here yesterday. I'm like a bit jet lagged, a bit out of it to be honest. My Bali era is over. It's time for a short Dubai trip. I'm just here for two weeks for my boyfriend. He has some business here. I love Dubai. It's like an amazing city. So I'm super happy to be here. But Bali was so amazing. I was there for two months. If you guys want to go watch any of my vlogs, you should go check them out on YouTube. I made six vlogs filming my entire trip and it was so much fun. It was really such a memorable time there. Now it's time to move on on my world travels. I'll just give you guys a little weekly report. If you guys are new here, we just started doing a little weekly report. I don't know if you guys have seen that trend on TikTok, but it's an acronym for report. What you're reading, eating, playing, obsessing over, recommending, and treating. So what I've been reading, I've actually finished my last book. I was reading The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, which is such a good feeling to finish a book. I mean, that was a thick one. It was like 300 pages. I think it took me like six months to read, but now I'm reading Hormone Intelligence by Aviva Rom. It's honestly like similar to the book that you're reading, Cast. I'm reading it on my Kindle, which is so nice because the Kindle is like so easy to travel with and I can read at night on like night mode and just like almost fall asleep reading. It's talking about just women's hormones and the, the female cycle and how to naturally balance your hormones and all that. I mean, that stuff is all so interesting to me and I'm excited to read more about that. What I'm eating... I have been trying to eat for my cycle. Ooh. Yeah, there's like different foods that you eat. And I'm currently on my period, which means that I try to eat a lot of seafood and red meat and certain fruits like grapes and watermelon and dark chocolate. Like there's just certain things that you're supposed to have like with different phases of your cycle. So I've definitely been eating for my menstrual cycle. I love that. Yeah, it's honestly just fun. And It really helps too with like digestion and stuff. Like when you're menstruating, you have a harder time digesting things. So it's much better on your body to be eating like broths and soups and like warm things that are easier to digest. And then playing on the flight over here. It's like a, it was like a nine hour flight from Bali to Dubai. They gave you noise canceling headphones on the, on the airplane. And I played classical music the entire flight and it was so calming i literally played it while i was sleeping even like literally the entire nine hours i was playing classical music and it was honestly so lovely wow that's so elegant and peaceful yeah it really goes along with this week's episode theme of how to be ladylike i felt very regal what i'm obsessing over honestly i've been obsessing over all of the christmas content that's been recently circulating on instagram and tiktok and all that i know it's like literally just the beginning of november but i mean the christmas vibes are unmatched there's like this certain feeling that you get around the holidays and i literally get it every year even i'm in dubai right now and it's a desert here like it doesn't feel like fall at all just 
but from seeing like people post Christmassy content, I literally have that Christmassy feeling like in my stomach, that like magical feeling. Yeah, I'm just obsessed with Christmas time. I'm I'm definitely a big holiday girl and I'm excited to go home for the holidays. You're getting into your holiday spirit. Yeah, I'm getting into my holiday spirit even though I'm not like home or like obviously I don't have a house to decorate. There's something about this year's holidays already that seem a bit different than last year's. I feel like everyone online is so creative. Yeah, I'm loving like the girly Christmas vibes that I think bows are so trending, which is so on brand for our podcast. But I've noticed that a lot of girls are carrying that trend into their holidays. So I've started watching girls like decorate their homes and they're like hanging bows on their Christmas tree or like on their wreaths. Yeah, I feel like we're going to see so many bows this for the next couple months this season. Like bows have been in... For the past couple months but like they're just so perfect to wear around the holidays enough said well what are you recommending for the girls this week okay the only thing that comes to my mind for this is blackout eye masks like sleep blackout sleeping masks yeah because i was just traveling and i also have just been kind of struggling with like not sleeping enough lately i am such a princess about my blackout sleeping mask i have this like silk one that wraps around my head from amazon and it literally blocks up my ears and my eyes and it's like soft and fluff and plushy and it has it's it's like 100 mulberry silk and it's literally the best thing ever i actually can't sleep without it it like first of all it forces your eyes shut it like blocks out noise because it covers your ears it blocks out all light because it's like blackout and then it also is like cushiony on your face and so I mean, it's, I'm just obsessed. That is my obsession slash recommendation is to get yourself an eye mask if you don't have one because I don't know how I ever slept with that one, honestly, before. Treating myself, I got a biologic research, I probably butchered that name, facial last week. It's like this skincare brand and they, they do really nice facials. I booked a facial in Bali right before I left. I didn't know which facial to get. I mean, anytime you go to get a facial, like usually there's like a few options, right? So I like was asking the esthetician, like, which one do you think I should get? And so she basically like analyzed my skin and was like, I think you should get this biologic research one. Obviously I struggle. If you guys don't know, I like struggle with acne and she recommended this facial to me. I was like, sure, whatever. I trust you. And she gave it to me and it was a facial without steam. It was completely cold, which was really calming for my skin because usually my skin is like very red and like breaking out and stuff and I don't know I was just obsessed with it like my skin afterwards was like so much calmer all I think I need to get one every month now it was 90 minutes and I literally the way that she was like touching my face it put me into this deep deep relaxation it was so amazing so I guess I've been treating myself to facials well that's great I always love hearing about like what you're up to especially like you said since we don't talk I might as well share everything with you girls as well. So per usual, my life is just as chaotic as ever. I am back in New York City. Well, actually, I'm not back in the city yet. I'm back in New York, but I'm up in the mountains in the Catskills again, taking a few days to decompress from my work that I just had in Denver, relax and rest and enjoy the peace and quiet before I have to go back to the city for work in a few days. So I was just traveling like Kendall, so I'm a little bit out of sorts, but getting into my weekly report. So what I've been reading lately, I've actually just been reading 
some things online about my gut health. Something that I haven't mentioned before on the podcast is that I really struggle with digestive issues and my gut health and what kind of led me to reading more about that is I recently saw a chiropractor while I was back in Denver. Oddly enough, my chiropractor had a lot of information on gut health that he gave me. I've been reading a lot about that and really trying to understand my body a bit better because I've been really struggling with it. I've been trying really, really hard to eat gluten-free. I feel like I try not to be too restrictive with this because it can feel very unhealthy if I force myself always to eat gluten-free. I'm trying to eliminate these excess like issues that might be part of causing my gut health. And like Kendall said, her and I both struggle with hormonal acne. And because I recently got off the birth control pill, my skin is flaring up quite a bit. And I'm trying to eliminate any factors that would cause excess inflammation. And gluten is known to do that. So I've just been trying much harder the last few weeks to really focus on being gluten-free. I'm not, it's not a perfect situation, but I am trying to to maintain that, which also ties into my gut health as well. It'll hopefully benefit both. I know this is going to sound so cliche, but what I've been playing, like I was on the plane, just like Kendall, all day yesterday, essentially. I've been playing Taylor Swift's new album that she just released, Taylor's version of the 1989 album. I'm not like the most massive Swifty girl ever, but something about this album, she just released a new song as many of you girls I'm sure know, that is about Harry Styles. And I just really relate to the lyrics. And so I listened to that song like on repeat. There's something about finding a song and then like obsessing over it. I decided to download the whole album and re-listen. And it was a bit nostalgic because I think that album came out a few years ago. And the first song on the album is Welcome to New York. So it just felt very fitting because I haven't been in New York in a couple weeks. So I have been playing a lot of Taylor Swift lately. Like I said, as cliche as that is, she just really gets the vibes going sometimes. I love Taylor Swift. Obsessing. I have been baking a lot, fall baking. I was working in Denver most recently with a bunch of kiddos and got really into baking for them and just incorporating all of like the pumpkin fall goodness. I made this really good oatmeal that had like a caramelized apple crumble on top I'd never done that before I peeled some apples and then like warmed them up and baked them in the oven and then added a little bit of brown sugar and some oats on top and added it to my oatmeal and it was just such a nice addition to my fall baking that I've never done before and recommending okay recommend seeing your chiropractor I've had a lot of pain in my lower back and in my stomach lately and I obviously thought they were completely unrelated but when I went to see my chiropractor which I haven't seen in years they x-rayed my entire spine and I couldn't believe how messed up my spine was it's good to be like proactive with your health when you notice that something's wrong I know it can be sometimes scary to go to the doctor or just like a nuisance or annoying and sometimes like even financially can be like you know a bit of a pain but I was so glad I went in because I learned so much more about like the pain I was experiencing and why and then that my doctor ended up looking at my 
all my organs and they're like so off like my diaphragm was like out of place and it was affecting yeah and it was affecting the way my like digestive system is working and because my spine is a bit out of place there's a a nerve in your body called the vagus nerve and it wraps around one of like your your bones in your spine and if that bone is a bit out of place it can affect all of your digestive system and so your body really is so connected and everything is so related always and I felt so validated going in there because sometimes I feel like I'm just overreacting or a bit crazy when things bother me and it just I just felt really (laughs) like happy that I went in and so I guess my recommendation is see your chiropractor or in general just like go see your doctor if something's bothering you because chances are like your body is trying to tell you something and you should listen to that and take care of yourself. I'm treating myself by getting some new winter clothes. When I was in Denver it snowed. Now that I'm back in New York it's freezing here. I have been picking out some new (laughs) some new pieces. Uh, I just got a new winter jacket and some just like new warm socks and I got some leg warmers that I've like never purchased leg warmers but I think I'm they kind of remind me of being in like ballet core vibes I got some pink leg warmers and some new tights I got a couple new bows so I'm just start excited to start dressing for the cold a bit more as much as I kind of hate the cold I do love dressing for it I love layering just all the fun like winter accessories so I've been treating myself to a few new winter goodies and that's kind of my weekly report I love this one Cass this is my favorite weekly report that you've done you have a good one this week we're actually really excited to talk about this episode we feel like it's incredibly on brand for the sitting pretty community so I know we're super hopeful that you girls will enjoy this one this episode it's basically a synonym for how to be in your feminine energy but a little bit more on the classy side and yeah just how to be more of a lady this is exactly the energy that we are trying to cultivate here sitting pretty energy it's elegant leisurely calm all the good things yeah and i'll be curious because i feel like kendall and i embody a lot of the similar qualities and traits of this i know this was a highly requested topic i'm really excited about this one we want to just jump right into it one of the best ways that you can be a bit more ladylike is with your words she's so right with your words because how you speak and communicate really changes how people interact with you and think of you can think of someone in your life that is always really soft-spoken and gentle always has like kind things to say you're going to associate them with being more feminine and more ladylike than if it's the opposite words leave a pretty lasting impression and They're important to consider if you're really working on being more in your feminine energy and embodying more ladylike qualities. Yeah, so to get really specific here, I think a few things you can do is just try to talk more slowly. I am always doing this, but part of it is because I'm a slow thinker, but I think it does come off as very feminine when I talk slowly. And 
evenly it just comes off very calm and like i'm not in a hurry and i just think like the words come out a lot more eloquently and more thoughtfully when you're just like able to slow down your words a little bit more i also think people are more likely to like listen to what you have to say if you're just talking more slowly your tone also makes such a difference when you speak if you're consistently raising your voice your volume is jumping like all around it can be really distracting a bit chaotic to listen to especially if you're trying to say something that has a lot of value behind it or if you're trying to communicate effectively with someone just making sure you keep like a soft gentle voice will go a long way along the lines of this too like being a good listener is kind of a part of this and really giving other people space to talk in the book i was reading the seven habits of highly effective people one of the habits is to listen to understand instead of listening to reply i think a lot of people are really focused when they're in a conversation they're mostly thinking about themselves and what they're going to say next instead of like genuinely listening to the other person that's actually an incredible incredible tip listen to understand instead of to reply I think especially when you're getting into a conversation or even like maybe you're getting into some sort of like heavier conversation or argument almost, you can still be ladylike in in a heated conversation, but it's important to keep in mind taking into consideration what the person is trying to say to you before responding and really understanding where they're coming from. Instead of getting defensive. Yeah, because when you reply, you almost get defensive as opposed to really taking in what they're trying to say, acknowledging their feelings or their thoughts or their opinions, and then maybe replying after that. Yeah, I think me me and my boyfriend, obviously, like we've been dating for a while, we get into a lot of serious conversations. To be honest, we don't ever get into fights. Like it's very rare that we'll raise our voice with each other, get into this like really defensive mode the when we have serious talks it's like it's never like a fight it's just a serious talk where we're like listening to each other and we might disagree on something but it never gets into this like heated argument where we're like raising our voices yelling or getting like defensive with each other like it's always very calm it's honestly just like a really helpful tool in relationships like it's not necessarily just specifically a ladylike thing to do because because it's something I honestly learned a lot from Luke. It's like a good skill that he has showed me is like how to be, how to like not get defensive and like not raise your voice when like you don't agree with someone and instead just like listening and like giving them space to talk. I have to do that a lot in my job with kids. You know, kids push boundaries a lot. And if there's any moms out there listening and your children are trying to like share their feelings or where they're coming from, even if they're completely wrong. It's really important to like understand where they're coming from and to like validate their feelings. You know, I deal with little kids all day. Something could be the biggest deal to su- to someone else and not to you. And I just think it's really important to get on someone's level and just really understand their feelings and be accepting of that before, before you reply. I think that's really good. And like using your manners... I know that sounds so basic, but it's definitely something that goes such a long way when you speak to someone. And I'm not just saying like, say please and thank you. Of course, that's really important. But sometimes if you, I find myself trying to say 
when I'm trying to speak in like a professional way, you know, to someone maybe that I'm not super, super close with, I'll try and add like, may you in front of a sentence. I always am working on that with kids. Like, may you please do this. Even when you're writing emails and you're at work and you're communicating with colleagues or, you know, your boss, it's so important to speak with manners, having the right vocabulary that's like kind. Something that goes along with having manners is like addressing people in the right way. Like there's like a rude way to communicate with people and there's like a the, another way that involves like greeting the person, making eye contact with them, saying hello like to workers before you will like ask them a question. Acknowledging existence. Yeah. Yeah, like when, you know, even when a server comes to like take your order, like it's so much more polite to like give them a chance to like, usually someone will approach you and be like, good morning, how's your day? Instead of just saying good and then ordering, it's like, be ladylike, like say, my day's going really well. Like, how's your day? Like, don't be in a rush to like get your thought across, like take time to be polite. Exactly, exactly. That takes such little effort to like, ask the person how their day is or compliment them I think that's another thing with words like compliments can go such a long way it always feels good to be randomly complimented by someone and there's always something nice we can say to people and it's like a scientific fact that you will feel better after you say something kind to someone like like spreading that positivity and that energy is like so important also on that note I think it's very ladylike to be good at accepting compliments i think a lot of people have a habit of denying compliments you know when someone says like i love your nails like your first reaction is often to be like you know like you say something that you don't like about them or someone's like oh i love your dress like they'll almost like degrade themselves degrade the compliment and like say something negative about what they just complimented such a pet peeve of mine is when someone compliments them and then they say really like, I love your hair. And then you're like, really? It's like, well, that's why the person said it. It's just like, there's no need to say that. There's no need to question the compliment. Just accept it and be like, thank you so much. Like, that's so, that's so sweet. All you have to say is thank you. If someone says they like something that you're wearing, you don't have to tell you them where you got it. You don't have to say, oh, thanks. It was only $5 or whatever. Just accept the compliment. Like, you don't have to tell them you got it for a discount like you don't have to say you don't have to say it's your your mom's hand-me-down yeah exactly like just accept the compliment I think that's such a lady like skill absolutely and just like be proud of it I feel like that probably happens a lot when like men compliment women they don't know how to accept the compliment and some women probably can take those compliments into like offense going along with that something I just thought of is like to to not be offended by some of the compliments you receive also Give an example. Like, I feel like men compliment women a lot, and women are often offended by male male compliments. And I feel like it's just more ladylike to be appreciative of it. It doesn't always have to be, like, a sexualized or degrading thing that a man says to you. They're obviously not trying to degrade you, but I just think women are quick to feel defensive when when their appearance is com- is commented on. But speaking of words, if, if you're in a situation where you feel put down by someone else or offended, it's always better to just 
not comment back, you know, or the best, you know, the best you could do is just validate their, their feelings, but say nothing back. Like you don't have to come back with these strong, hateful words. When someone says something negative. Yeah. Yeah. Just be like, okay, like that's how they feel. You know, you don't have to give it back to them. You don't have to sink to their level. A really good tip I one time heard is when someone says something mean to you is to just be silent and and it almost makes them feel dumb for saying it because they're wanting when someone says something mean to you like they're wanting to like create a A reaction they're exactly like that's what they want and if you don't give them that they just sit there looking dumb right well the conversation can't go anywhere if you don't give them anything else to to say something that I just thought of Speaking of like a a similar situation, women often feel the need to apologize for their presence or like that something they do. Girls are always like, oh, sorry or sorry. Like sorry is so overused in the girl world. Guys, you never really hear guys just like casually say sorry. Like if you walk by a guy in a store and you accidentally bump into them, like the girl is way more quick to be like, oh, I'm so sorry. It's much more ladylike if you are apologizing about something, you know, actually like give a sentence and not just like shout sorry. I just, I just feel like it's so overused and it really carries no weight. There's way better words to use. If you bumped into someone and it's your fault, you don't have to say, I'm sorry. You can say, oh, excuse me. Excuse me is such a better... It's such, such a, better a better word. You could replace the word sorry with excuse me in so many situations. It's actually a positive phrase versus sorry is a negative phrase. It just feels so meaningless. I feel like the word sorry just kind of... It's just a low level word. And if you are going to apologize, I mean, even saying I apologize is so much more polite than... So much better. Sorry. Oh, I apologize for bumping into you and make it more into a sentence than just a, a sorry on its own. So if you genuinely feel sorry for doing something, you know, maybe it's much bigger than bumping into someone. Maybe you actually hurt someone's feelings. The words you use when you apologize to someone is so important and it's so much more ladylike to validate the person's feelings and then back up your sorry with an actual sentence. It's a full apology. Say I apologize followed by what you're actually apologizing for. I feel like it shows a lot of effort. It shows that you're actually actually are sorry. It's not an empty apology. And recognizing like what you did to hurt someone or make someone feel a certain way before you go into your apology is also so important. Validating anyone's emotions, especially our friends that are girls. You know, if you upset a friend of yours or like your mom or a sibling, it's so it's so good to to recognize how they may have felt in a situation. And I just automatically feel like that puts you in this ladylike energy of being genuine and gentle and then going into your apology and wrapping it up with like a full sentence yeah I like to call those full full soft like full apologies like a full circle apology where you validate emotions and the you know the situation that happened and then you go into the sentence of like why you're sorry for what happened and it's just like a much better way to to communicate in a situation like that it's just so much more polite and feminine than to give some half-ass apology it's almost like standing up to your actions and accepting your actions instead of running away another thing I have to say about your words which I do feel is pretty obvious is to avoid cursing 
naturally the second a curse word comes out of your mouth you transition from being in this ladylike feminine energy to a more masculine aggressive energy curse words are meant to be powerful and aggressive and to dominate a conversation as soon as you start cursing even if it's in a situation where it's supposed to be like light hearted it still just doesn't sound eloquent it doesn't come off quite right no and I've been in situations where it comes out of my mouth automatically I'm like oh I just hate the way that sounded you know it's habit as you know you get older to to curse in certain situations there's always a better word to use it just really doesn't sound pretty I used to have this thing with my ex where we tried to never have curse words like ever in the relationship ever and I just think it helps so much I think people fall into a bad habit of cursing such a bad habit it's so highly used in vocabulary especially people in our age demographic and i think it has a lot to do with the music that we're listening to think about like the most popular songs most of them have so many curse words in them the music that most people are listening to has so many curse words and it's putting it into our vocabulary subconsciously yeah i think like if you're if you're someone who's trying to curse less i think a good tip is to honestly listen to less mainstream music and if you're gonna listen to music like listen to something more soft like classical music or sound bath or instrumental music piano jazz like i love all that type of music you're craving like some entertainment listen to a good podcast like that's a great way to increase your vocabulary if you're just listening to mainstream music your vocabulary just gets like diminished so so much i guess having like a good vocabulary is is also a good lady like skill i think having strong words that replace very basic general words really does go a long way and adding filler words like saying genuinely instead of saying thank you thank you you could say i'm genuinely so thankful and that just comes across so much more pleasant polite when you find those those words like i'll always say that sounds lovely. I love that word lovely. I've, I use that a lot as well. Just replacing the word great with lovely automatically changes the dynamic of the sentence. Comes across so much more feminine. Like saying the word lovely is so elegant. There's a lot of great words like that. Instead of saying thank you, you could say I really appreciate it. That's so much better than just saying thank you. Mm-hmm. There's certain phrases that sound so much nicer to the ear. Absolutely even saying absolutely absolutely (laughs) absolutely i mean even if you're writing an email for work you know you write your email and then you go back through it and you edit it to kind of make it sound a bit more elegant or you know it's obviously harder to change things in real time you have to be a lot more mindful when you're speaking which is why talking slower definitely will will help that how you speak the words you use your manners you know, not cursing, all of those things will naturally make you feel so much more ladylike and polite. Like Kendall said, how you address people can also be a big deal. We didn't really get into that one. This perfect example is my my ex-boyfriends. I only ever call his parents my Mr. and Miss, and I still to this day do that, even after years of knowing them. And I always felt so respectful when I would speak to them like that. And of course, not not all parents like enjoy that or appreciate it depending on who you're speaking to you know you can definitely adjust how you address someone and it naturally can carry so much like grace i honestly have so many more 
tips I could give on how to be more ladylike with your language. But those were just our main ones. Cass, I loved hearing yours. I learned so much from you. And thank you girls for listening to another episode of the Sitting Pretty Podcast. We appreciate you so much. Make sure to give our show a follow on Instagram over at the Sitting Pretty Podcast. We have been so active on there. We're like so into it. And we're always very active in the DMs too if you want to chat. But we'll see you girls next week. Until then, ciao, ciao for now. (laughs) XOXO, girly girls.